get ready to start taking notes. You are now in a masterclass. This is Revelations of an Entrepreneur with Junior Ogunyemi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Junior Ogunyemi. Super excited to have you with me on another episode of Revelations of an Entrepreneur. Right, this particular one, I want to be talking all around the mindset. Now, most of you, you struggle in life. Most of us anyway, we struggle in life, not because we lack a particular skill set. Think about it. You've got all the books, you've got all the podcasts, you've been to all the seminars. So you, you know the principles, it's all written down in front of you, but you can't put it into action for, for whatever reason. Or when you do try to put it into action, you get scared. Or when you do try to put it into action, you just can't be bothered. So therefore, you don't just lack a particular skill set, you actually lack a particular mindset. So I want to share with you the mindset that I have adopted and the mindset that's really helped me get through all those moments where I couldn't be bothered, all those moments when I went through failure and all those other horrible times that you'll go through along your entrepreneurial journey or along your life journey, actually. So I'm going to share this with you right here, right now. Get your notepads and pens ready. Let's get straight into this. Okay, so like I said, mindset is so, so essential because we are our mindset. Your performance is not just based on you know the team that you have around you. Your performance is also based on the mindset that you have within you. You need to govern your mindset. You need to manage your mindset. Study how you are thinking. Be very, very conscious of this. A few podcasts ago, I said, to do something new, you must become someone new. This is my mantra. In order to do something new, you must become someone new. And it all starts with the particular mindset. So I've started to develop this particular mindset. And it's really helped me as an entrepreneur. Honestly, my performance has gone from, let's say, 50% effort to almost 99% on a good day, probably like you know 70% on a bad day. But it's always remains very, very high. And I just have this hunger to outperform not just other people, but myself. And I see the same particular mindset replicated amongst many other entrepreneurs. And I call it the eagle mindset. All right. If you can adopt the eagle mindset, you're going to do really, really well. If you don't, you're going to keep struggling just as I did for many, many years without wondering, no, I've got all the books, I've got all the resources, I've got all the mentors. Why can't I put this stuff into practice? It's because I never had the mindset that can carry it forward. So it's always good to just sort of start with mindset. Right. So this is the eagle mindset. And the reason I call it the eagle mindset is because it's based off the, the bird, you know, the king of the skies. You see countries use them as emblems on their flags. Sports teams use them as emblems as well. The eagle is very, very symbolic. The eagle is, a, is not just a majestic bird of prey. The eagle's mindset is one that we can all really, really learn from. And I remember I learned this, I probably learned this about six or seven years ago. And I started to dig deeper and, and study the actual bird myself and, and do my own research. And off the back of the research, I started to build upon this particular mindset and, and notice other characteristics. And I brought it down to the five core characteristics about the eagle. And these five core characteristics is what I try to embody every single day, every single mission I'm on. This is what's really helped me outperform every challenge that I've faced and every person that I've come against or every obstacle. And it's really what pushes me to keep getting to the next level and to the next level. So here's the very first characteristics. If you're taking note, the very first characteristic about the eagle is this. The eagle flies very, very high. Okay, so write that down. The eagle flies high. What does that mean for us as entrepreneurs, as, as people go doing life, as people going on a mission? It basically means that we have to fly high as well. Everything you're doing, you want to be at the very, very top. You see, the eagle flies higher than most birds in the animal kingdom. While most birds will reach a particular altitude, an eagle will be all the way up in the mountains, all the way up in the skies. 
You know, in some parts of the world, it's not too strange to look at an aeroplane. And when you look through the aeroplane, you can see an eagle almost flying side by side with the aeroplane. Very few birds can ever dare to reach that type of altitude. So for us, as we do everyday life, as we do everyday things, it basically means that whatever you're doing, please, please, please strive to be the very best. Do not just do things just to participate. I really hate that mindset. I, I hate it. You know, you go on the football pitch and it's like, oh yeah, I just want to be a player on the football pitch. No, you should have the mindset of, I want to be man of the match. I want to be the very, very best. If you're, if you're at work, you don't just want to be another employee, get your paycheck and leave. No, I want to be the very, very best. I want them to think like this person's being underused in this particular department. They need to be promoted so we're going to start to maximize them better because they are the very, very best in their field. Whatever you are doing, aim to be the best. Whether you are a teacher, be the best teacher. Don't just be another teacher that comes in and collects a paycheck. If you're a parent, be the very best parent you can possibly think of. If you're a child, be the very best child in the household. What's going to push you above all your siblings? Maybe you're the only person who helps your parents do the dishes in the morning or something like that. I don't know. What's going to set you apart? If you're a member of society, what sets you apart from the rest of society who go around the average day doing the average thing? What's going to push you to be a person of excellence? Every single year, the Queen has this honours list and she honours and recognises all the people who've done exceptional things in society. These are the people who push themselves to fly above the average person in society and actually contribute to community. Same thing for you as an entrepreneur or as, a, as just as a person in life, whatever you are doing, if it's worth doing, if it's worth putting your time towards, it's worth doing very, very well. Aim to be at the top. Now, whether you are the top or not, whether you do get the honours, whether you do get the awards, whether you are promoted or not is another story. This is actually about your attitude, not your results. It's about your attitude to, to work. It's about your attitude to performance. It's about your attitude to the grind. It's saying, I want to be the very best. If you're going to be in a gym, don't just say, yes, I'm happy to be in the gym amongst all these other people. No, I want to be the very best person in this gym. I want to be the first one in, the last one out. This is what pushes people to outdo themselves. If you're not prepared to do that, then you also prepare to forego the, the results as well. Okay, but if you want to guarantee the results, you have to be prepared to be the very best. I remember I met a guy who who was signed at Manchester United the exact same year when Cristiano Ronaldo was signed. He was like a reserved goalkeeper. So he didn't really get much spotlight. But he was 17 years old when he got signed at Manchester United. And he was the same age as Cristiano Ronaldo. So they sort of kept the kids together as well. But, you know, Ronaldo was this new wonder kid that everyone was talking about. And my friend, he used to tell me about the training regimes that they used to go through and what Ronaldo used to do at training, even at 17. Basically, all the players, they'll go into the gym, they'll do their workout. And then afterwards, they get taken downstairs and they have to eat dinner. And so they're all eating dinner together. And then all you hear upstairs is do, 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 do. And all the players looking at each other thinking, oh, what's happening? And then you hear do, 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 constantly for about half an hour. So then they go upstairs and then all they see in the gym is this skinny Portuguese kid sitting there alone. And he's just running on the spot. Do, 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 do. He's running on the spot, running on the spot. Like, like a man. And he, obviously he doesn't speak English properly. So everyone's laughing at him thinking this kid's crazy. What is he doing? You know, just running around like a headless chicken. But in Ronaldo's mind, his feet wasn't fast enough. So he stayed in the gym for half an hour, every single session. And he started running on the spot because he believed his feet was not fast enough. He wanted to get it faster and faster and faster. Even at 17, there you have someone who wanted to fly high. He wasn't just content for playing for Manchester United. He wanted to be the very best who's ever played for Manchester United. And this is the mindset that separates people. The people who just say, I, I have to be the very best at this. It's not about the result. Don't get upset if you're not the best. It's completely irrelevant, the actual result, to be honest. This is all about your work rate. It's about you pushing yourself to outdo yourself. Remember before I talked about having stretch goals, it's not about the result in the end. It's about just stretching yourself. 
So this is why we fly high. So that's the very first principle about the eagle mindset. The second thing about the eagle mindset, eagles, they don't just fly high, they also fly solo. Whenever you see pictures of eagles, you usually see that one lone eagle just carving out its own path, whoosh, going on its own way. Uh, but when you look at most birds, they actually fly as a big flock. So if all the flock is going south, all the, all the birds will just follow and go south. If all the flocks are going north, then the flock of, uh, all the birds will just go together. Now, the problem with this mentality, although there is safety in numbers and there's safety in the flock and, and you know, just like birds, us as human beings, we are social creatures. But here's where the problem lies. What if your flock or your tribe or your group or your herd is going south, but your dreams require you to go north? Or what if everybody's flying east and you, your dreams are actually based in the west? Now, all of a sudden you have a decision to make. You have to say, oh, my days, am I going to leave the comfort and the flock behind and fly solo and go to my dreams? Or am I going to sort of fit in with everybody else? And this is the biggest tragedy for most people is that they've got all the skills, they've got all the potential, but they're actually governed by the things and the people around them. You know, we're governed by what we see. Nobody else on social media is doing it. So let me not do it. Or maybe everybody on social media is doing it. So let me also do it. That's just as bad. All right, you're, you're not flying solo. You have to be like the eagle and sometimes you have to be prepared to fly solo. Whether you always fly solo or not is another story. You know, you maybe you just haven't got any friends, but you, know, you should be able to have people around you at certain points in time. But the point is you should always be prepared to fly solo if necessary. If nobody else is waking up on time, you do it. Just because nobody else is in the gym doesn't mean that you shouldn't be in the gym. Just because nobody else had the idea to start up that business or nobody else had the confidence to try out that business doesn't mean that you shouldn't, right? Just because everyone in your family refuses to support you or just because nobody in your family's ever achieved that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go for it. Just because you've never seen people who look like you of your skin tone or your complexion or whatever it is, or your religion do it doesn't mean that it's not possible for you to do it. If you're the only person doing it, go ahead, fly solo, at least be prepared to fly solo. I started to adopt this particular angle way back from even like secondary school. When I saw that the majority of people were doing things that weren't productive or conducive for their success and they weren't preparing for the future, I started to prepare for my future. If everyone else is investing in cars and, and buying clothes, I'm starting to look at businesses I can invest in. I'm starting to look at properties that I can invest in. And I was doing that from a very young age. Now, at the time, people were thinking, oh, you're crazy. But now, fast forward, you know, I've, I've set myself up very, very well. So now I can buy the cars and buy the clothes and buy all the other stuff. And I'm not even using my money. I'm using the investment money that I've recouped. It's understanding, having that clear vision and saying, I am prepared to fly solo. For too long, I spent a lot of time pretending I'm a chicken, knowing full well that I was an eagle. And sometimes you do that as well. Now, we all pretend that we're chickens because we don't want to offend other people. But this is what happens when you actually go out and fly solo. Yes, people will look at you differently. Yes, people will say, oh, look, look at her. Look at him. He thinks he's different. He thinks he's special. Oh, look at them. They don't hang around with us no more. What's happening? The reality is you might actually be the only source of inspiration for somebody because some of them, they're also equals and they're thinking about flying solo, but they, they've never had a reference point. They've never seen anybody in their environment do it. And you might be the first to break that mold. So you're actually doing them a favor. I remember when I wrote my first book, the moment I wrote my book, about 12 of my friends came up to me to ask me, hey, Junior, how'd you write a book? The moment I set up my first business, about 50 of my friends came up to me and asked me for business advice. Some of them I was even able to employ. Now imagine if I stayed average and I stayed in that chicken coop with everybody else because I was too afraid to fly solo, who would be their reference point? Who's going to be the person that's going to support them in their time of need? Because I sowed those seeds, now I've actually helped them. So I wasn't actually doing them a disadvantage by flying solo and leaving them. I was doing them an advantage. But you have to get to the point where you say, I love myself far too much to pretend that I'm average 
I just love myself far too much and I love my goals far too much. And I know that the destiny that God's placed on my life is far too heavy for me to ignore it or for me to keep pretending that I'm something that I'm not. And we see this so much, definitely on social media. Have you noticed on social media now, everybody just looks the same. All the women look the same. All the guys talk the same. Everybody wears the same things. We're just sitting in echo chambers, all becoming each other, (laughs) which means we're all losing our sense of individuality, which means we're probably all walking away or sometimes falling away from our destiny where we're supposed to be at certain points in time because nobody else on my timeline is married yet, so I shouldn't get married. Or because everyone else is still on Tinder, let me still be on Tinder. Or because nobody else is applying for these big jobs, let me not bother to apply for these big jobs. All you're doing, you're settling for the average. If you're happy to be the average, then ignore everything I'm saying and just switch off this podcast. If you're not content with being the average, then go out and fly solo. People will look at you and people say, hey, look at her, look at him, he's changed. But that's a good thing. That's a compliment. And they should notice your change. That's the whole point of you making those changes. That's the whole point of you having those sleepless nights. That's the whole point of you working hard and getting through all that rejection because you didn't want to be the same, right? You wanted something different for your life. So therefore be content with flying solo. Even if nobody gives you any recognition or nobody's supporting you, do it. Just go alone. Just fly. So something else that's amazing about eagles, that eagles have one of the best visions in the animal kingdom. And this is the third thing about the eagle mindset, having a vision, not just having a vision, but having a laser focus on the vision. This is how an eagle hunts its prey. So the eagle will will scan the perimeter and it'll go around and round and round. And let's say if it sees a field of rabbits, it will see that one rabbit and it will lock its eyes on that one rabbit. Now eagles have one of the best visions in the animal kingdoms. Also, as human beings, we can see what we call the three basic primary colors. An eagle can see up to five. That, and that's like HD vision, right? The eagle will be about 150 feet up in the air and it will lock its eyes on that tiny rabbit. Now, the eagle will just go straight in whoosh, and catch its prey. But the trick is the eagle, when it's up there, it sees many rabbits. It doesn't just see that one. From that perspective, it can see the whole field of rabbits. But what it does, an eagle will just actually ignore all the other rabbits and it'll lock its eyes on one as if all the other rabbits aren't there because all the other rabbits at that point in time become a distraction. And this is the principle for most of us. It's not that we don't have big dreams. It's not that we're not hungry. It's not that we don't have goals. It's just that sometimes we're too easily distracted. We have a vision, we have an idea, and then we come up with another idea to distract us from the original idea. And this is why relationships are falling apart because we're not committed to one thing. We want to keep all our options open. This is why we can't have any job stability because we're in one job while we've got a tab open on our work desk looking at another job. <laughs> we never have that type of laser focus. We're not committed to anything. We don't, we're not all in. And this is what the eagle does. And eagle sees all the other options. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. But I've already chosen this and this is going to be my prey. And this is the one that I'm going to go for, for the kill. So therefore I'm going to burn all the other bridges and I'm just going to go straight for that one. If you try to think that keeping your options open and having multiple visions is useful and it's a smart tactic, then you're in for a a rude awakening. In fact, you probably already had it because the odds of you even achieving one out of your many now reduces. Because imagine all your time, all your energy, all your attention, all your money is now being spread thin. So you never actually go deep. And I've made this mistake many times in business where I'll be going from one business idea. And in fact, I actually thought it was a good thing. I thought it was like a, you know, it, it stroked my ego, the fact that I was running five businesses on the go. And I was like, yep, look at me. I'm, I'm doing so well. I've got all these businesses running and growing. But the fact is the, the business, although they were growing, they were growing marginally. If I put all my focus and all my energy into one thing at a time, So I could have done all five, but not all at the same time. If I could do one thing at a time, 
every single one of those businesses would have been 10 times bigger than what, what they were. And this is the reality of actually pursuing your goals or a reality of going for something. You have to give up something. There's always going to be a trade-off. If you're going to go for one thing, you have to say no to all the other options. The moment I said yes to my wife, I automatically said no to every other girl out there in the world. The moment you sign that contract for that job, you automatically say no to working at any other job for the, at least that period of that contract. The moment you set up that business and you say, yeah, this is what I'm going to go towards, then you automatically said no to all the other nice distractions, that network marketing company that's trying to get you in or that other businesses that you, you've had there and you've got domains that's just sitting there or that other thing that you see your friend who's making a lot of money from, but you know that's not your calling, you know that's not your passion, you just want to quickly dabble into it just to make a bit of money or that big venture that you've always wanted to do. There's all these nice things, all these lovely distractions, but just remember they are distractions. If you're going to go hunting, you have to have a laser focus. You have to have the eagle type of focus, that eagle hunting technique where you only just focus on one and you go for your prey. All right. This is the problem with most people. We get so distracted and, and we live in a generation where we can't keep an attention span for more than seven seconds. We have to get more and more and more and more. And we have to look for something new and new and new. So you have to have that laser level of focus. I'm going to leave it here just for now for this episode, but in part two, in the next episode, I'm going to go on to talk about the remaining two principles of the eagle mindset. So for now, let's just quickly summarize. Eagles fly high. That's what you have to start to do. Eagles fly so low. That's what you have to start to do. And eagles fly very, very focused, especially when they're pursuing their prey. Now, before we uh, wrap up, I always want to give people the opportunity. So I've actually opened up the Global Entrepreneur Academy training program. This is a training program where basically I gather all entrepreneurs around the world who work with me and I mentor um, and I basically just deliver a training course for them on sales, marketing, copywriting, branding, any legal advice. And I just go there and I do about two hours of training and coaching and I do it once a month. So if you want to take part and if you want to join us in the next one, go to geatraining.com, geatraining.com. And all you have to do is just register your interest. There is a little bit of a wait in this, but the earlier you put your name on there, once spaces become available, I'll just notify you in terms of how to get on board with all of that stuff. So make sure you don't miss out because I understand that the number one reason that most people struggle is because they don't have the right strategies or the support. So this is a sort of a monthly accountability thing where you can log on, jump online, you'll see me live training everybody and then you can be part of that so you don't miss out. So next episode, we're going to start to talk about the remaining two principles of the ego mindset. But, you know, in the time you have in between, go out there and see if you can put these first three things into practice and start to see how the results change your life. And I wish you all the very, very best of success. Thanks for listening and make sure you share this podcast. Catch me on all the social media platforms, JR underscore entrepreneur. And if you know anybody who needs to hear this or need this word of encouragement, make sure that you share this with them and really encourage them to go out and have a listen for themselves as well. All right, guys, I wish you all the very, very best. God bless you all. Have an amazing day.